Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And we are continuing our series, working through the four practices, our parish rule of life, um, worship, community, formation, and mission. And uh, this week, on this series of episodes, we're going to look at the practice of formation. And in this first episode, I want to talk about a definition for formation, or if you will, spiritual formation. So when we talk about the four practices, um, we say worship is loving God, community is loving God's people, uh, the church, loving God's church, excuse me, and mission is loving God's world. And those three things can be categorized in two categories, loving God and loving people. But in, in the middle, at the heart of all those is the practice of formation, becoming a kind of person who loves. Um, but that's a helpful kind of general thing of uh, uh, sort of naming that, but but I think it's helpful to, to drill down to a working definition of spiritual formation. And a few years ago, a group of us in our parish did a strategic planning session. One of our goals was we need to come up with a, a parish-wide working definition of spiritual formation. And that was we came up with that, and that was shared. And then a few weeks later, uh, COVID-19 emerged, and we sort of just got into... Uh, we're going to survive as a parish like every other parish on the face of the planet did. And so now that we're revisiting the four practices, I want to revisit this definition. Um, it's a simple one. Um, it's not the only one. You could define it many different ways, but I, I find this the most helpful and workable for us. And it's the spiritual formation is cooperating with the Holy Spirit to become the kind of person who loves God and loves people. Spiritual formation is cooperating with the Holy Spirit to become the kind of person who loves God and loves people. So let's break that apart. Let's start first in the middle with Holy Spirit. So spiritual formation um, is, is that transformation that happens within us um, so that our character changes so we're like Christ. In other words, a person who loves God and loves people. And so the first thing I want to say is formation is primarily a work of the Holy Spirit. It's not primarily a Christian version of self-help. It's not primarily um, about how disciplined I am. All the spiritual disciplines are part of this. We'll get to that. Um, But it's primarily a work of the Holy Spirit. One of my favorite texts in this is found in Philippians 2, where Paul says, Work out your salvation with fear and trembling for or because it is God who is at work in you to will and to work his good pleasure. So my understanding of the New Testament is that every waking and sleeping moment that you are breathing, the Holy Spirit is at work in you as a baptized follower of Jesus to become the kind of person who loves God and loves people. He's constantly doing that. You don't have to convince him to do that. You don't have to make him want to do that. That is his heart, his passion, his desire. So that leads to the first word in the definition. Spiritual formation is cooperating with the Holy Spirit. There's our side to it. We are called to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. That's where um, practices come in. They are means by which we cooperate with the Holy Spirit. We go to Sunday worship to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. We um, moment by moment during day, offer up our moments. And when we have opportunities to say yes to God, we say yes, and we're cooperating with the Holy Spirit. We practice personal prayer. 
Um, there's a whole list of other practices like silence and solitude, um, going on retreat, fasting, making pilgrimage, celebrating, enjoying worship, um, confessing our sins to one another, getting spiritual direction. The list can go on and on and on. But we have to remember that all those practices are means by which we cooperate with the Holy Spirit. So there's two sides to formation. There's the Holy Spirit side, and he's constantly at work. You can assume he's at work in you, and he has an agenda in your life. And then we put these practices in place that help us be attentive to and cooperate with the Holy Spirit as he leads us forth to grow in Christ. It's interesting in Romans 8, it says those who are led by the Spirit are children of God. And in the context, led by the Spirit is not talking about kind of a word from God so I know what job to take or not. It's saying being led by the Spirit to put off sin and put on righteousness. Another way of talking about spiritual formation. So the Holy Spirit is in you, working to lead you to become the kind of person who loves God and loves people. You just can assume that. Then we do things to cooperate. Then the last part is we're becoming the kind of people who can love. And there's really two foci for our loves. Uh, We're called to love God. We're called to love people. Now, this definition doesn't name this, but that presumes we're people who are rooted in the gospel and understand God's love for us. So so we are people who are called to to pay attention to the um, unending, everlasting um, delight and love of the Father for us in Jesus through the Spirit and bask in that. And then out of that, learn to love God. And that has to do with worshiping him, keeping his commandments, following his way, and then loving people, seeking their good. Um, for, for seeking their good is, is to love them. And so um, that's really what it's about. Um, it's not about getting better at keeping a list of rigid rules. It's not getting better at doing sort of things we make up in the Christian community to add on to our spirituality. It's about becoming a kind of person. That's the last thing I'll say. It's not doing things that are obey the rules. It's in my character changing who I am. It's about virtue, not rule following. So that loving God and loving people over time, little by little, slow, slow and steady, that's who I naturally become. That's what spiritual formation is about. It's a long journey. It's a, it's a God-led journey. It's a gentle journey. There are moments when things come up in your life that are hard and God uses them, but God's heart is to gently move you toward where he wants to take you. Well, that's a long session today, but I hope that sets up where we're going to go for the rest of the week. God bless and have a great day.